Another all-new episode of Carolina Sports Talk starts now. Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing that's oozing out your doggone hands? That thing is beating your doggone chest right now. Can you feel that? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Carolina Sports Talk. As always, thank you for tuning in on your favorite podcast app. Next time, tell your smart speaker, play Carolina Sports Talk. You can hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. Or to be a part of the show, you can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at Carolina Sports Talk. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, it's been a long time. Probably shouldn't have left you without some dope sports to step to, but we did. And for that, we're sorry. We're we're sorry. We're really sorry. Man, it's been a busy couple of weeks in sports, uh, busy couple of weeks in real life. And as a matter of fact, and as a result, we have not given you guys a show. Y'all ain't getting one this week either. But rather than just leave you with no content, I had an opportunity to catch up with the head coach of South Point Stallions ladies basketball team, Coach Stephanie Butler Graham. Um, for those who may not know, in the Rock Hill area and in the state of South Carolina, in for a the, the Lady Stallions, man, they are a good looking program and um, they've just been playing some dynamic ball. Had a chance to sit down with her and catch her in an interview. And so um, we just want to drop it and let you guys have that, let you know we are coming back. DJ High Star and yours, Truly Big Cliff, are looking forward to being back with you coming up soon. Check us out, man. So until then, here is the interview with Coach Stephanie Butler Graham. Head coach of the Lady Stallions team at South Point High School. So for our next guest, we have a very, very special guest. We have the head coach of the Women's Stallions, or the Lady Stallions team here at South Point High School, Coach Stephanie Butler-Graham. First of all, Coach, thank you for taking some time with me today. Um, congratulations so far on a tremendous season with where you guys are. How you been? And now, uh, what are your thoughts, kind of, I guess, three quarters of the way through the regular season? Well, um, it's gone by fast. I feel like like the last three weeks or so have seemed to really sped up. Um, I don't know if it's just I feel like it's kind of nearing the end, getting a little sentimental of it with my seniors and that kind of thing. But um, I'm I'm pleased with where we are. Um, I think we progressed on the court um, to where I thought we would we, we could get to. Okay. And the girls are you know they're just continue to work hard. I, I think they're starting to believe in uh, those those goals that we've set uh, for them, but also just some benchmarks that we've talked about where we want to hit them. I think they believe in them now. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like almost like when we get there, they're like, okay, what's next type of attitude, which is which is all what you, always what you want. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear that. Um, and we'll allude and jump into that a little bit later. But first, I want to learn a little bit more about you and help some of the listeners know you. So if I'm not mistaken, 24 years in education, correct? Oh, no, a little bit longer. <laughs> a little bit longer. Okay. How many yeah. years have you been in education? Gosh, it's, 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 I think, year 26. 26. Yeah. Uh, and how long have you been coaching? 28. 28 years. Wow. And how long here at South Point High? Uh, this is year 11. 11. Mm-hmm. So throughout that time, is first of all, I'm not even going to say how that black go crack. We're going to leave that where it's at. But 
Throughout the time just in education and in coaching, talk about a little bit about how you yourself have developed and how you think you've um, become the coach that you are today. Any influences or how do you think you've changed through the years? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, with aging, I think the, the thing I guess I'm probably most proud of at this point is just the wisdom. The wisdom and the um, the the forethought uh, that 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 I have and that that can kind of hit when we talk about setting benchmarks and setting goals. I have worked with this group of this age group for so long now, um, and and knowing a little bit more about our program, I can I know when we're supposed to be where we're supposed to be mm. when we're supposed to get there. Um, I can't you know. 20 years ago, maybe even 15 years ago, I, I can't say that maybe I had um, that ability, okay. uh, but I think now um, it's been really helpful. So, you know, in terms of pacing and setting goals for, for our kids, uh, you know, ultimately the, the ultimate goal is always to play for a championship, a state championship. Um, and I think we built the program to where, the, you know, that that is a normal expectation for us mm-hmm. uh, but you know maybe in some of the uh, earlier years uh, getting them to understand that creating a culture to, to get them to understand that but also knowing where we were when we were there right. and where we wanted to get to so um, over the years I just I and I'm thankful for that you know I'm so thankful for that um, all this time that I have been able to coach um, I think that I've, I've become a better coach uh, to the young ladies um, and a little bit more equipped to, to deal with all the other things that come with it. Maybe not so much. I may not have handled it all um, the right way early on as a younger coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, you know, it's just um, just a different approach, um, you know, with a little bit more, with a lot more experience and, so I, I just feel like I'm a little bit better equipped to kind of handle all situations. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Along those same lines, a lot of people, they see the X's and O's. They see how hard you coach on the sidelines, um, but they don't necessarily understand the relationships that you build with your young adults. You and I talked um, even in setting up this interview about mm-hmm. some of the things that were going on with, with the players and some of the things mm-hmm. and just the attention to detail and just the availability and being there. Talk to a little bit of how you build that rapport with your student athletes to to actually even care about them and get to that point where you build that trust with them that they are able to be receptive to those benchmarks, to those goals and and the format that you've built here at the program. Well, you know, I think um, a a testimony to that too is in terms of being here at South Point, right, has been – the young ladies that have played before. Mm-hmm. So now some of the young ladies that are playing now, um, they've had the experience of maybe watching from maybe middle school. With, with some of them, it's been as early as elementary school. Um, you know, with Kimani Hardy, for instance, a seventh grader that's on varsity. Her mother used to coach with us, and so she was here. Um, she's been in the gym with us since she's six years old. Right. Um, you know, I, I can't. I can honestly say, when she first started here, you know, being here with her mom at practices and things like that, that we would we would be where we are now with her and her growth. 
But I think that that has had a lot to to do with it. You know, so Kimani understands, like, my tone, my coaching tone. Um, she's also been around when, you know, really through all our ups and downs. Um, you know, and, and from a different perspective as well because she was a coach's kid. Right. And, uh, you know, it was a lot, been a lot of time spent. So um, I think with, with the young ladies that are now on the team that have been, you know, on the team or in the program for, you know, two plus years or so, it's been a lot of what the young ladies did before uh, that they can see. You know, I'm, I am fortunate that I have uh, Coach, Coach Mayana Donovan who um, is almost like a second daughter to me. You know, I, I uh, met her when she was 13 years old, and she was uh, she had an older brother that played at um, Butler High School. And so her parents had her, obviously, at his games, but she was around in the gym. And so I was able to see her and watch her in middle school and, um, you know, coach her in high school and follow her, her college career and um, her after college career and right. so we've we've had that relationship and so she's able to um communicate things in a way too um just through coaching but also you know in side conversation that she may have sometimes with the young lady so I, I mean I would really have to say that I think a lot of it truly has to do with um you know I think we've kind of established a culture here uh, and and people kind of know what to expect and um, I think maybe, you know, early on that first year or so, it may take a little bit of, of getting used to. Some um, growing pains. There's some growing pains. And, um, but I, but I, I see, you know, kind of the light bulb kind of come on around January, February, even mm -hmm. when they're freshmen. And maybe they didn't play varsity, but they were on JV. Right. You, see that, you see the light bulb kind of come on, and they kind of get it, those moments. Uh, but, you know, like even our seniors now um, with um, – uh, Jacinda and Victoria, they were on the varsity as freshmen. And, um, you know, the maturity level that, you know, they they were here when we didn't have the greatest times. You know, it was during COVID and, you know, those challenges and um, just the, the, the change of pace from middle school to, you know, I kind of really threw them in the fire. Um, they, they played a lot, you know, even as, as freshmen on the team. Uh, but just to see kind of how they've evolved and, and our relationship has evolved both on and off the court. Um, you know, they truly are, you know, a pleasure. Not that they were be not before. Right. Because <laughs> they were. They're great young ladies. Uh, but, you know, I, ju I just actually saw Jacinda in the hall uh, probably an hour ago. She was going to see her guidance counselor. And, you know, whenever I see them, doesn't matter what time of the day, I'm, it's always a hug, you know, and good morning, or, how you doing, Coach Butler, that kind of stuff where they'll come and they'll talk. Uh, we're able to sit in class or, you know, they may text if they have a question or they'll just call, you know, Victoria, just call, which is a rarity for her because she's not one, to, she's not an on-the-phone type girl. So um, I, I just think that, you know, probably young ladies that were here before, um, we haven't had a lot of coaching changes either. Right. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a family type atmosphere. Uh, you know, I'm more like a, a mother figure, I think, to – to, to them and um, you know Coach Wayne and Coach Butler and are, are more like father figures and you know Coach May and Coach um, Jag and and Coach Sheree's like a mother figure but Coach Jag they're they're more like big sisters so right. they're able to communicate things that um, that maybe we can't but I do think that you know a, a lot of the relationships I think that we have 
now have come from relationships from before. Um, even, you know, like I said, 15, 16 years ago with, with, with Coach Mayana, um, just kind of where we are now. Like I said, she's more like my daughter, but we're, we're coaching. You know, I'm, 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 I'm coaching her to be, you know, the best coach that she can be. And, um, you know, we're friends as well, right. you know, so. If I can get you really quick to talk about that, because I was actually going to bring it up, but now that you mentioned it, um, one of the things, again, the X's and O's on the court is evident from the games. Your, your assistant coaches, they mirror you in so many ways. Uh, there have been times where I can well into the fourth quarter, and we'll talk about some of the score dis discrepancies or distances, rather, but even well into the fourth quarter, as hard as you're coaching, you can still see the coaches coaching hard from the bench. How do you all kind of get on that same page, or how have you all, uh, in addition to the continuity and just being together for a while, how have you all kind of grown together so that you can kind of have them as extensions of you and, and, and the coaching staff and um, being at one? Time. Okay. You know, um, with Coach Butler, I mean, he's my brother. Right. And so I've been around him all my life. But he's coached with me, uh, gosh, 15, 16 years now. Wow. Um, Coach May, she played for me. Uh, Coach Jag, after year one, I think, or year two, she's been the longest tenured here okay. um, in the program um, as a, as assistant coach. But she graduated from here. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we, we've been able to develop those relationships. And Coach Wayne, we've coached together for um, about 10 years now. Yeah, it's been 10, 10 or 11 years. But he uh, coached the the uh, uh, with the opponent from years ago, and okay. he actually coached Coach May in the summers. So a lot of kids that I actually coached in Charlotte when I coached there, he had coached them early on in um, in high school. So we've had a bit of a relationship for that long. And so um, you know, with with like Coach Wayne and I, um, just the other day I was getting ready to say something. And we said it at the same time, and we had not talked about it. Mm. Um, you know, we, I think we have just that much camaraderieship that, um, you know, they're echoing what, you know, what, what I've tried to implement or coach for so long. And um, just those relationships both on and off the court, I think, that we have. Um, there's a comfortableness with me. Like, if, I, if, if I'm not here, if, I'm, if, I, if I haven't. I can't make practice or something because I have a meeting or something like that, or I've been sick, or you know, I, we don't miss a beat. Right. We don't miss a beat at all. Um, there've been a few times where Coach Wayne has had to step in and and lead the team during game situations. It, uh, they may have even responded even better. They they played even better, <laughs> right? A little bit different voice, and don't um, want to have to deal with Coach coming back. Uh -huh. Right. Well, I mean, but but I I know ultimately they they have that respect. For, for him, but gotcha. but also you know I do give them the freedom to to coach, to coach in practices, to coach in the games, and um, so we we don't we all have the 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 same goals. Uh, coach Wayne is the only one that and, and Coach Jack that hadn't won a, a state championship. Okay. You know now he's been on the sidelines and coached. Um, as an assistant coach, and we haven't won, so he, you know, he hasn't he hasn't won yet. Coach Jack hadn't won one yet, and so they're itching for that. And so, you know, they just know what our expectations are, and you know, we can't really, we don't feel like we can give any inch of letdown. And so, we're gonna coach to 
to the very end, to the buzzer. It doesn't really matter for us. It doesn't matter what the score looks like uh, because we're always trying to improve. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think our young ladies, they they understand that as well. They don't they don't take it as oh well they're they're you know they're still on us. Well, we've got some things that we're trying to accomplish, and so you know if we let that slide, you know when it maybe becomes a crucial moment you're not going to be ready for it. Right. Now, along those lines, and again, I want to take you back. Early December, mm-hmm. um, your record's three and two. Mm-hmm. Having uh, some motivation issues. I know you guys had high hopes coming into the season. It, by the result of where you are now, it's evident that the, the talent was there. What, what was going through your mind during that time, and, and what kind of did you feel like you needed to, to do with the team, and how did you guys, in, in addition to this incredibly stout lockdown defense that you guys have enacted. What what kind of conversations did you have? What pivoted to allow you to go from three and two to where you are now? Uh, um, you know, very honestly, we had um, some some kind of off the court, but on the court situations early on, and I think it really took all of us. It took an adjustment for everybody, coaches, the players. Um, that I didn't maybe realize how much it really affected us until maybe that point. You know, I was kind of in that, that, that trying to process all of it. Mm-hmm. And it, it did affect maybe how we were playing on the court, um, you know, kind of with some chemistry issues and things like that. But also, um, we do have um, three key new players on the team. And them just trying to figure out you know, kind of what our expectations are. Although they had great preseason, great preseason workouts. You know, it's a little different come November when it's, it's you know, it's real practice time and it's real game time. And, um, you know, I, I think I was maybe a little taken back uh, you know, with, our, with our first loss of the year because, you know, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, you know, I just felt like kind of how we lost. I thought we had were able to already jump over some of those hurdles. Mm-hmm. And we, when we didn't, I was, you know, like, well, what, what, what's going on here? You know, what, what, do, we, what do we need to do? And, and so, um, you know, we really just kind of went back to the basics okay. of, of really um, teaching and coaching and being very, very, very specific. I mean, because we do have young, we've got three young ladies that are in middle school and a freshman. Um, that are all key parts of what we're doing. And um, we, we just had to kind of slow some things down. And it was, I, I think we had some turning points when we had those two long weeks of practices in between our Rocky High games. Mm-hmm. Um, where we were able to, to make some adjustments. And, but, but honestly, um, I won't say I, I, I feel comfortable, but I, I don't feel maybe like how I did we went three time. and two <laughs> to where we are now, you know. Yeah, so now eighteen it's a, and two, yeah. eighteen and two. So now it's a, it's a different type of, you know, how do we prepare, uh, for, you know, region play. We 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 talk about having four seasons, and so, you know, it was just us recognizing, hey, we we've got to slow it down. We've got to really pay attention to these couple of things a little bit more, and we've done it. Um, I think um, the girls were able to see that we were able to have some set success with it. And, you know, we've been able just to kind of build on that. 
Yeah, definitely. This is Big Cliff sitting in Carolina Sports Talk with Coach uh, Butler Graham, head coach of the ladies basketball team here at South Point, the Stallions. Now, Coach, you just mentioned it. You, you, you all had that turning point and have kind of got settled in. Defense seems to be the major key theme. Um, I don't know if you realized it or did the math, but I did. Okay. Since the turn of the year, since 2024, you guys have outscored your opponents 474 to 138, including the most recent game just this past week of victory over the York Cougars of, with a score of 90 to 8. In, in the most traditional of sense, it's like, oh, we're good. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep doing this. How do you keep them humbled and focused, even well into the fourth quarter? Um, you guys have a tremendous bench. You mentioned the youth that you're playing. How do you keep them focused in driving towards those goals and kind of keeping your season-long goals as you're headed into the fourth quarter of your season? We try to break it down. You know, I, I know this may sound cliche, or, or but what we what we try to do is well, we set game goals. We have general game goals, but you know those change from from opponent to opponent, um, and you know accountability. You know, we 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 hold them accountable if we're not able to reach those. And those are team goals. You know, we don't we don't really talk a lot about individual stats and things like that. We've never done that, you know, but you know, we'll recognize folks when they when they do things well or they've been recognized um, by other other people. We right. we do too, but we don't we don't make a big deal of not the big, focus. That's never been our focus. And Am I fortunate to have young ladies that have truly bought into the team, mm. the team concept? And we've always done that. We've always, um, you know, expected that we're going to do it as a team. And if you do it as a team, then all those individual things will come. Uh, but you know, for you, you, you did say something that that I, I, I haven't said, but. I have a really good group of young ladies. Like they're they're good people, they're good kids, um, and so that humble piece, it honestly it's been you know we want them to be confident, and I do think that they do have a confidence uh, about themselves and about our team, but um, they are still very humble because they still come in and they work, they work really hard in practice. They really do, and so you know we have to really get creative to, to, to still make it challenging for them. As I said, they're, they're hitting those benchmarks that we set, and I can almost see in them, kind of in their body language um, and their demeanor, that they're kind of like, okay, coach, what, what's next? What's next? So um, they're really, um, I think, motivated. They, they, there's a lot of self-motivation, I think. Um, and a little unique from honestly from what I've seen before okay. out of teams uh, and um, but but they're they're humble they are but they still work hard and right. you know we have to just challenge them we challenge them every day in practice like I'm gonna put something in new today we're gonna see you know maybe crazy like why would you be still adding <laughs> stuff at this point and it's not that I feel like we've gotten good at this one thing but I just think that um, this could be something that we, we will need you know, maybe hopefully three weeks down the line um, when we, you know, start in, in playoff, um, in our playoff season. Right. So, you know, we just, we just set, we set goals daily, but we do set um, 
team goals for each game. And, you know, um, just uh, Tuesday, when we play last? Tuesday. Tuesday night. Um, you know, we talked about hitting a, that we want 20-plus assists a game. You mm -hmm. know, we, we were winning, but we weren't, I didn't feel like we were sharing the ball enough when we needed to. Like, the numbers just didn't match up, you know. So it did look like there were a lot of individual performances. Uh, but, you know, how can you score 50 or 60 points and only have 10 assists? That, that, that just didn't add up. And so we've challenged them to have 20-plus assists. And, um, you know, we finished up, uh, was did our break, and was getting ready to leave to go watch the boys play. And um, Ansley said, Coach, she walked, ran me down, leaving out of the locker room. How many assists did we have? We didn't talk about mm. it. And, and so uh, all the coaches kind of turned around and was like, well, thanks, Ansley, for, for asking that. You know, so, and, and that's someone who, she, 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 and she played well Tuesday, uh, but she hasn't played probably the minutes that she wanted to play. Okay. You know, so if you've got someone who's on a team that hasn't, that's not playing probably the minutes that she probably truly wants to play, but is also vested in those goals, um, that we've set for as a team, whether she's been able to really contribute to that or not because of the, maybe the minutes that she's played. Um, I, I mean, that's a testimony of, of, I think, where they are wanting wanting a little bit more and paying attention to, okay, you said, you said that this is what we want to do. Did we do it? Okay, let's, let's talk about it. So. All right. It's, it's funny you brought up Ansley. She's one of my favorite players to watch, although not a starter every time she hits the floor. She's got that just tenacity both on the defensive end, even at the scorer's table at the game the other night. We, we were just talking, and it was like, everybody scored, but Ansley, we need to get some points. And she went and got her points. And it's, it's just tremendous to see that team. You, you talked about them, that, that, um, that humbleness, but they're hungry as well. Mm -hmm. it, it, you can see it even in the young ladies themselves, but it, again, on the court from a fan or spectator's perspective, they're hungry. Um, from the way that they approach defense when you guys are trapping, um, when they're with the energy, how they run up and down the court each time, every one of them. Even when somebody's getting called out or getting called to get come out, sometimes I've seen in other teams where they kind of hang their head a little bit and are coming down, and but your girls are coming and they've got that energy coming in and going out. And so that's very much a testament and a testimony to you, to the young ladies that they are, and overall where the South Point program is. So, Coach, I'm not going to keep you very much longer. A couple more questions okay. for you. Um, as, as you talked about the, the region play, we're kind of in the heart of it now, getting ready to continue to move forward. We know that the region is not in a great place um, as far as record-wise mm -hmm. at some of the other institutions. Um, but we know that as recently as yesterday has reannounced or announced that there will be some realignment for next season. Um, as you continue to kind of focus in on the goals that you all have to get through the region and then even ultimately into postseason play, what are some of your thoughts on the region? And just for our listeners who may not be aware, um, South Point High next season, as currently aligned, aligned with the South Carolina High School League, will be in Region 3-4A with AC Flora, Camden, Dreer, Lancaster, Richland Northeast, again, South Point, and York. You hear some of those. Um, I know there will be some players in some transition as you're going, but a lot of those are really strong programs. Um, are you excited? What are your thoughts kind of heading into next season and uh, early thoughts, I guess, um, with what the realignment means for the Stallion program moving into next year? Uh, well, Cliff, it, my, my first thought was, first of all, uh, several of those schools that, that you mentioned, well, we call them the Columbia schools for us, mm -hmm, right, mm -hmm. have um, 
traditionally had strong programs or uh, some very good basketball players, you know, Camden, who will compete for a state championship again this year. Now, I think things will look a little different for them next year because Joyce Edwards is graduating, mm-hmm. but they still have some very good players on their team. So um, that battle will, will, will be will be interesting. Dreer, um, multiple state championships. Um, at AC Floor, they have a young team, but they have some really good players, um, and their coach does a great job with them. Lancaster, another state championship level team. I think they've been down this year. They've had some some key injuries. Um, in York, um, it's the first thing that comes to my mind is just the, just the travel. Mm. Not really excited about that at all. Um, I hate that we we can't really have real good rivalries with with folks that are 10, 15, 20 minutes away from us, uh, that we now will have to, you know, drive an hour, hour, 15 minutes away uh, for competition. So in that sense, I'm not I'm not really excited about it. Um, but from a girls basketball standpoint, um, I think our, our, our region is going to be very competitive. And that's always a plus. Um, in the years past when we were in the Columbia region, so to speak, um, it, I, 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 the testimony was at, at that point, I felt like we had the strongest, it was a, di- a little different alignment with Westwood and Ridgeview, mm-hmm. um, and Rich and Northeast for, for a couple of years were, was very tough. And, and in fact, I, I felt like we had the toughest region regardless of classification in the mm-hmm. state. Um, and <laughs> You know, so you know, I I don't I, I don't mind us playing Columbia schools, but kind of being a region that that's is going to be a little bit tough. But you know, that's just where it's at. Um, the competition is going to be uh, a little bit different from I think maybe this year to next year, and you know, we all just kind of have to get used to to the travel. Getting on that road late yeah. on a school night. Mm-hmm. That's that's one aspect um, that I honestly just again as a spectator hadn't considered. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and just in looking at some of the realignment, there are even, like I'm, I'm from Charleston, I know that region well, there's some schools that they've got an hour and a half to get to a game. Is It can definitely kind of be tiresome. So that's mm-hmm. something to consider, and I definitely know we'll probably be talking about it on the show as well. Um, before I let you go, you mentioned something earlier. As you guys look towards your team goals and execute, and, and, those, and, and in doing so, the individual goals will come. I want you to give a little bit of kudos and praise and talk about um, uh, the all-region players that you guys have this year. You may, you have three players, Kaylee Lucas, Janaya Cunningham, and Victoria Starr-Morris, uh, who have all made the all-region team, and Star actually scored her 1,000th point for the Stallions. Uh, talk a little bit about those well, three let's players. Not, let's, let's, uh, th- those are actually uh, the all-region players from last year. Okay. Okay. So we haven't done that. We haven't done the, that. Ah, so that, the yeah, announcement yeah. was from okay from previous yeah, year. Yeah, gotcha. from previous years. Um, and Victoria was actually Player of the Year in the region last year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, you know, I hope that you know that they have been able to position themselves to to be able to do that again this year. Um, and, and you know, I think that you know we have viable cause for maybe a couple other additions as well. Gotcha. And we'll have to see. Um, I actually am the region rep, and we've been communicating with the other region coaches just about us when our meeting date will be for us mm, to do that. Okay. Uh, which you know is going to be the next couple weeks. So, but but those young ladies that we all mentioned were all region. That was from last year. Okay. Um, every each of those young ladies have improved 
Um, we would start talking about stat lines. They've improved their stat lines uh, from, from last year. Um, Victoria, um, again, is she's currently averaging a double-double. And um, I think Janiyah has added plus five or six points to her average from what it was last year. And Kaylee has um, averaged uh, three or four points more this year than she did last year. So um, they, they've all each have shown tremendous growth in some different areas in their game. You know, and I'll talk about Victoria first. Um, when you talk about that look kind of in, in their eyes, and I'm, I'm glad that you guys can see that as spectators, you know, because we, we, we just know what we see. Mm -hmm. um, but, I've you know, I've tried to give her a little bit of praise um, in practices. Her, the, her approach, she's always practiced hard. But these last few weeks, it's been different. It's been a little different. Like she's been overly focused, and some of those um, detailed things that we have been asking her to do, we've been asking her for the last few years to do. It, it seems like maybe light bulbs come on, and she's she's starting to do those. She's even becoming more vocal. You know, Victoria is very unassuming uh, person. That's just kind of her personality. Uh, you you would think that she would be like the big man on campus or the big young lady on campus, right. and she's so not like that. I mean, she's very humble, very very humble, um, a, a great personality, just a a joy. Like she's really a a, a really nice young lady off the, off and on the court. She plays with a tenacity, mm -hmm. but she is so nice, um, just a nice person, right? And um, so I've, I've seen that, and I think it's, it's, it's definitely been just like a, a rub off on, on the other girls. They, they are starting to hear things that we're saying, and they're starting to kind of apply it. We, we're, I'm able to see, I'm able to see it. And, and so, you know, for her, I'm just so happy that she's been able to accomplish uh, that milestone, and uh, I think she's the fourth young lady here at South Point. It would have been, she would have been the fifth, um, you know, Trini Adams graduated a few years ago. She's currently playing at Francis Marion. Okay. Uh, her career got cut short um, the first game in region play. I think she's 12 or 14 points, maybe even less than that from 1,000 point. Mm -hmm. You know, so that was crushing. It's still crushing now. You know, although we celebrate 1,000 point score, you know, that her, she's the one that comes to mind. Like, gotcha. gosh, you know, just wish that we could have celebrated her in that same way. But, you know, she still had the opportunity. She's still playing in college. Um, but, you know, Victoria is our, our fourth young lady in school history to to score 1,000 points. And um, this is not, not a knock against people that played before her because we, there have been plenty of kids that have gone on and played college ball. They just didn't hit that 1,000-point margin mm -hmm. here. And so for her to be able to do that is quite accomplished. Um, and playing with, and that's the other thing, too, that she – she may not get credit for, and people that may not follow our program may get credit for. Again, it's it's a team thing. So she's always played on the team with two, three, or four players even that have averaged double digits. Mm -hmm. So you have a young lady that has scored a thousand point her senior year, but that's been sharing right. the ball. She had it hadn't been ball dominant. It hadn't been, you know, she's been able to have all these shots taken to get to a thousand point. 
right? Probably has she been on someone else's team. She may have hit that maybe her junior year right. or sophomore year. But, you know, here playing in our system that we play, we really do play team ball. And, you know, she's got, I mean, currently there are three other young ladies that are averaging 10 points or more that she's, and so that's really quite an accomplishment Absolutely. for her that I'm really, really proud of for her. Um, and just, you know, to have another 1,000-point score in our program. Um, but, you know, she just means so much to our to our program. And I hope that she's able, we, we have had a conversation about, about this, that she will be, you know, if we're able to ultimately play for a state championship again and win that state championship, she'll be, she'll be the first to be able to say that she's been able to do that. Wow. And that's, um, you know, kind of on the backs of some very accomplished basketball players that have come through here. So, you know, maybe that's been her motivation. I'm not really sure. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm, I'm just really proud of her in that way and um, all the other young ladies because um, they, they, they not only does it show in the statistical categories individually, but I've seen growth in them from September to November, November now to January. They've all had different things that they've really grown at. And all of them, all the basketball players, all the girls on my team, there's been something that they've grown at. Um, so, and that's what you want. So I'm, I'm really proud of that for, for all of them. Yeah, uh, those individual things, like you mentioned, come kind of with that team ball, but it's a very evident that the team mentality is first. Mm -hmm. I talked about us kind of rooting for Ansley to get the points. Mm -hmm. At that point, every other player that played had scored. Mm -hmm. And so to know that in an, in, an, in an atmosphere where you have that opportunity, you come and do your job, you'll get rewarded with that camaraderie and with the opportunity says a lot. And even like you mentioned, for Star to have gotten a thousand point in an atmosphere like that speaks volumes to your, to your team. And so and, we definitely want to give you guys um, a prize. With Ansley, you know, everybody's like always up and cheering for her. And again, maybe some of the other girls that may not play as much as some of mm -hmm. maybe our starters or whatever. Everybody is like, Come on, Ange, you can you can score it, and she's you know really kind of shine on assuming as well. Plays hard, hard. Practices hard, uh, but she kind of shies away from you know scoring. She will go in and do all those other little things, and uh, so you know just happy for her. And she had nine rebounds the other night, right? I start calling her Little so, Rodman in a little while. Little Rodman, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. And, and and she'd appreciate that. She'll probably kind of like sink in her seat if she heard that someone said that about her. Uh, that's just kind of her personality. But, you know, comes to practice every day kind of with, with her little humble smile and demeanor and just works hard. But that's all of them. Okay. Coach, mm -hmm. we absolutely appreciate the time. Mm -hmm. We wish you all nothing but success before um, the rest of the season. Hope that you all are able to accomplish your goals. Right before I let you go, um, as we are recording this, it is the night of South Carolina LSU. Mm -hmm. Any uh, predictions that you have for the game tonight or any thoughts on the game? Well, I I am completely biased and, and unafraid to, to say it, unapologetically say it. Okay. Anything that Dawn Staley does, I um, will always root and cheer for her and her team. Um, and, um, you know, I not only do I feel like, you know, she has a better team, this is not a knock against LSU. I think they have great players. And mm -hmm. um, Coach Moki is, I, I, she's a great coach. Like, I, if, if they're not playing South Carolina, I'm probably going to cheer for them um, and their players. But um, I just think that South Carolina is just so strong and so well coached and so. 
uh, team oriented, you know, really to see how well they played even from the beginning mm -hmm. um, with all that they lost, you know, to the WNBA and to graduation. Um, it, it's just a, 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 it's a testimony to, to Coach Staley and, and her staff. And, I mean, it's a phenomenon. If I, 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 and I've said this to a, a couple other coaches, you know, if I had a daughter, if I had a daughter and she was uh, able to play or highly recruited and South Carolina were, was recruiting her, it, it, hands down, without a question. There's nobody else that she's going to play for. That, baby, you don't even get to make the decision. You're going to go and play for, for Dawn Staley. I just think that um, what she does for um, our game um, and just for, for black women, for black coaches, um, just just amazing. You know, I've been a Dawn Staley fan. She's always been my favorite player. I was able to watch her in college, uh, growing up, going to Clemson University games and watching her at Virginia. So, I mean, for me, it's not anything new because I've always loved and adored her. Uh, but um, just to see how well her teams are and um, how well they play and, and know how, how well her coaches uh, coach and work and just the, the talent that she's able to, to get and get them to, to play together. I'm just excited for a good game, but I am pulling for South Carolina 120%. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, great accolades and great uh, words for from one great coach to another. And it's, it's unique how so many of those things are mirrored here at South Point, too. But we might have to dig into that at another interview at another time. Coach, again, thank you so much. Coach Stephanie Butler-Graham, head coach of the women's or ladies' stallions here at South Point High School. Thank you so much, Coach. Thank you. Man, oh, man, what an amazing coach, man. Like, many of you all know I am the stadium announcer for South Point High and so I've had the opportunity to witness Coach uh, in, in a lot of different aspects. We've had several conversations. I've interviewed her before. But this time with a, like a real sit down, it just really gave me more perspective into who she is and how she cares about those players and her mentality and just, just how dynamic of a coach she is. Uh, at the end of it, you heard us talking about that uh, Carolina, Vic, Carolina matchup against LSU. And at this point, you know that they came back and won by six in a tough matchup. But even just in the way that she coaches and seeing so many similarities between that and that Carolina program, and it's a privilege to be a part of that squad. And we definitely want to give a big shout-out to her once again, as well as all of the South Point Stallions. Excited for all that they've got coming and going the rest of this season and uh, hopefully all the way to the chip. So we've got a lot of great interviews coming up for you guys over the next couple of weeks with players and coaches from across the Carolinas. We are excited for you all to be a part of the show. Make sure you hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. If you've got players that you want us to interview, coaches, if you want us to cover your teams as we're getting into region and in postseason play coming up really soon, hit us up. Let us know. Cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. We want you guys to be a part of the show as well as have the things covered that you want to as well. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Again, we'll be back next week. Your boy uh, DJ Highstar will be back rocking with us, and we are excited. And until then, man, peace.